The Diva Revolution podcast is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and I acknowledge their continued spiritual connections to lands, waters, and customs. Diva. A podcast for the modern priestess. Desiring to be fully expressed to live, love, and lead on purpose. I'm Peter Bastian, and this is the Diva Revolution. Welcome to this episode of the Diva Revolution podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Today's episode is such a rich, juicy, delicious conversation. Of course, right? That's what we do here at the Diva Revolution. Uh, but the woman I'm uh, speaking to today, um, gosh, we go everywhere. We we talk about this epic love story of hers. We talk about um, her thoughts, views, and ideas about what is actually leadership and does she even really connect with that word? We talk about um, her body of work, which she's so, so passionate about, which is uh, love your demons. So um, Petra is, so Petra Williams is who I'm interviewing today. And um, she is a 3-5 emotional projector for those of you playing along at home. Um, I actually introduce her as a 1-3. I get it wrong, but then I correct myself. Um, and it's it's pretty amazing how her life has evolved. And, you know, this is what I'm finding. The more I work with people um, and the more I hear their stories of particularly the, the people who have done their um have already begun their personal development journey, you know, and I think our journeys are, or our evolution is all like, there's no end point. We're always doing it. And um, so anyway, listening to her evolution and then witnessing how it aligns beautifully with her human design is so, so beautiful. Um, And so I could have talked to her for, ages and actually oh, that's what I wanted to share with you so I first met um, Petra back in my days of training other women how to lead circles and Petra was in one of my containers and um, she is a Slovakian woman living in Australia um, and so when we first met she'd only recently moved to Australia and had a brand new baby and so I always found that she um, was a woman of depth and there's nothing more alluring for me than um, someone with depth and um, and she, you know, she speaks about that's that's her um, favorite type of conversation is, you know, let's let's talk about the deep stuff, um, which is truly beautiful. So um, I trust you will thoroughly enjoy um, this interview I had with her. I'm going to read her um, bio because it is really beautiful. So Petra Williams, I help people in crisis or craving transformation turn their darkest parts into powerful allies and wake up their greatness. In other words, to turn conflict, not enoughness, and negative emotions into confidence, boundaries, fulfilling relationships, brilliance, peace of mind, and freedom. Petra does this through her group program, Love Your Demons, and through individual coaching journeys. She is a transformational life coach, mum of two toddlers, stepmom to a teenage boy, a wife, and a friend, originally from Central Europe, now residing in Sydney. So I do hope you enjoy this um, episode. I also want to share with you um, <clears throat> to please go and check out this amazing festival, the Pussy Festival that I'm hosting 
uh, starting the 20th of February. So if you're uh, watching or listening to this podcast in time, I hope that you do go and sign up. So the Pussy Festival is the powerful, unique, sexy, sensual you festival. And it is a three festival. It's a fiesta because February is a fiesta and a festival and a is my birthday month. So, you know, just permission to go a little crazy if I want. And um, it is, as I say, it's free to join. There's a Facebook group um, and I'm going to do three really, really beautiful masterclasses um, all about being powerful and unique, being sexy and sensual and being you fully expressed. And of course, um, this beautiful container is also going to be the invitation for you to dive into my world and what I'm all about and the Diva Leader Academy, which is the container that I hold and is a place for you to become or to, and, and, hmm, I want to I want to change that word of become becoming. How about it's a becoming because my belief is that you're already doing it, but becoming more of the fully expressed woman who lives, loves, and leads on purpose, and discovering what is that full expression. And generally, the divas that come into my world, I know you because I am you. And I know that you care deeply about others. I know that you care deeply about the work that you do and how this impacts other people's lives in such a profound and positive way. It matters to you. And so when you're doing that type of work, you, you, there's a large piece of you in that work. And so in order for you to show up and and be of service and be the full expression of that, you get to um, cultivate your own leadership. So the Diva Leader Academy is a certification of becoming a Diva Leader and it has three major focuses, one being human design, two being Gene Keys, and three being um, sisterhood and circle work. So please do have a look at the Pussy Festival. Come join us. If you're listening to this after the Pussy Festival has been and done, then come and check out the Diva Leader Academy. And um, I know that um, you will see a part of yourself in it. And I hope to see you there. So here is this episode with Petra. Um, Please do enjoy. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the Diva Revolution podcast, beautiful Petra. So good to have you here. How are you today, my lovely? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so much better now that I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a little bit uh, down with cold uh, together with my kids. Uh, so mm-hmm. they're very little. They're one and three. So we did not sleep much uh, last night. But other than that, we're really good. Thanks. Mm, beautiful life right like real life real exactly life. yeah 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 <laughs> real. um so for those of you who are uh watching the podcast um Petra's camera isn't working so she's got this <laughs> stunning photo of herself here <laughs> and you could just pretend that her lips are moving and um <laughs> I said that, yeah, right, your camera's not working uh, because she's got a cold and it's not running out of her nose, but totally fine. And uh, But I do believe your camera's not working. I'm just teasing. <laughs> it was a great cover story, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it works. And, you know, you've got little kids as well. So anyone who knows about having little kids, it's 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 a thing. I feel like you are perpetually sick <laughs> with a runny nose for like five years um, or longer. So yeah. sorry about that, mate, but there's more of that to come. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, yeah, I am uh, really thrilled to be chatting with you today. And I just know that this is going to be um, a delicious and deep container. So I actually wanted to start by 
um, reading it to you what your incarnation cross is, right? Because so I, usually I start in a different way, right? But I, I just, for whatever reason today, this is what I'm feeling. And uh, so for those of you playing along at home who know about human design, and even if you don't and you're starting to learn, you're just going to pick up on the language that I'm using. Uh, Petra is a one, three emotional projector. And, um, and actually mental note, uh, I wanted to ask you when you first found out about being a projector. So anyway, let's circle back to that. Um, no but uh, with the beautiful work that you do in the world. So here's, I wanted to read your incarnation cross. So again, your incarnation cross is the, um, in essence, it's your destiny. Like it's, it's the essence that you carry with you into every part of your life, into everything that you do. And it's, yeah. So we'll leave it at that, but I'm going to read yours. So you, um, your incarnation cross is the right angle cross of the unexpected. And so it reads, as a tribal cross, you are here to support and stand for your tribe, whether that be friends, family, your town, your school, your team, or your country. You are here to ensure that your tribe is nurtured and cared for, even if it requires bending the law. <laughs> You will also find that you bring about unexpected things, whether this is your doing or just the coincidence of the energy around you. The unexpected is something you can expect in your life, both for good or not so good. So as I read that to you, what is happening to you? Like what's rippling through? What are you receiving? Uh... Well, it's so interesting. I was so curious what you'll say because pretty much the only thing I've known about my human design is that I'm a projector. <laughs> I have uh -huh. not uh, dived in much deep, like much deeper into it. So it's really interesting. And I can relate to what you said very much because for a long time, I've been in a supporting role and I actually feel really good in a supporting role. Uh, I've even had a story about myself for a while that uh, I'm a great number two. You know, not mm. the, the star that's like on the stage or the, the face of the campaign or the business or whatever it is, but I'm a fantastic number two, which is like the supporting face and the uh, like doing all the things around that, whether it was in the previous business when I was working in personal development and coaching back in Europe um, with friends or in Toastmasters International in the organization when yeah I was number two the vice president for education when we achieved a huge um, success then as the best club in the world it's not yeah I'm, I'm there in the supporting roles absolutely so that um connects with me really well and the bringing about unexpected things <laughs> the first thing that came to mind was yeah I'm I've had a fair share of big changes big like periods of my life uh uh with just changes in all the areas you know like at that at one point there was a change in my relationship at my work that lasted for a few years and then again uh a big change in my work and relationships like for example when uh, so I studied law so it's funny when you said bending the law <laughs> possibly <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lawyer by title um, but then as I finished university I met later to become my first husband uh, and switched jobs and then uh, that lasted for about four years this period and then I uh, where, like left my job and became um, what you call here what is it self sole trader yeah yeah uh, self-employed mm -hmm. uh, and got divorced at the same time so that you know then was another big chapter and then I met my current husband and ev everything changed that was very unexpected something I would never 
predict for my life that I would live in Australia. Um, never, I never planned to move abroad uh, prior to meeting my husband. Um, yeah, and the whole work that I had, the way that I was doing it, I had to stop and change as well. So there's definitely unexpected in my past and I feel like it's not stopping. <laughs> mm. And actually, as you were talking, I, I have to correct myself because I said you're a one three emotional projector. You're actually a three five emotional projector. And that 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 does make a big difference. And um because everything that you were just saying there, um so firstly, I want to go back to you were saying about um, being a fantastic number two and this story about being a fantastic number two and being support, you know, in that support role and actually really loving it. And I find it um, an interesting an interesting thing to talk about because, again, it's like, well, what, what are the meanings we make about um, <clears throat> the value we place on our roles? And, you know, is the value of um, being the number two less than the, the person, you know, in the spotlight or on the stage? And I, I guess uh, my feeling is no, like it's not less important. It's just as important. It's just different. And, you know, the person on the stage wouldn't be there without that person supporting them as well. And yet, you know, our society is... Um, one that um, is predominantly uh, rewards um, achievement and uh, productivity and um, yeah, being the star of the show. So um, I love that you brought that up. Um, because oh yeah, everyone like, wants to be the star, right? Especially yeah. these days, everyone wants to be like seen on Instagram and being the star and being visible. And, and being the one um yeah it's a very independent age that we're living uh, so mm -hmm. I think it's it's actually really nice to to settle in a role that suits you naturally and and find the best way to use that yeah yeah and you know something I say is like be the star of your own show like if mm. you're you know if and so then it's, it's, well, what does your show look like? And it doesn't look like mine and it looks like yours and, and everyone gets to be the star of their own show in whatever role they choose. And so, um, yeah, I, I love, um, I love bringing that piece into it. And I also, um, listening to you speak about, um, the change, like the sudden changes that mm -hmm. has occurred in your life and the different, um, uh, pieces that you spoke into the changing of job um changing of relationships changing of country you know changing of profession all of these things and so the three five like the essence of the three line is really about being in the experience of life being in the adventure of life and um the five line is about um people's projections onto you about who they think you should be and who they want you to be and the challenge with with the three five or, or any five line is actually anchoring into well hang on a second who do I believe and feel and who am I connected to as the truth of who I am and and blocking out in essence everyone else's thoughts and opinions of you and and the three is like well life's just going to throw a heap of stuff at you so that you get to learn that and, um, you know, and, and interestingly, the five line as well is very much, it's the queen archetype. I call it the queen archetype. It's very, um, you inspire other people and you do actually fall into leadership quite naturally. And part of your um, incarnation cross is um, there's the gate 31 in there, which is about leading and leadership. So I want to now dive into you. We were talking just before we we got on, uh, before I hit record, about um, you know this podcast is about leadership. It's about um, well, really, it's about women being fully expressed to live, love, and lead on purpose. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
I would love to go to our conversation. You mentioned, I don't know how I feel about the word leadership or leading, or I don't see myself in that. Can you talk to talk to that piece? Yeah. Yeah. It was when you, yeah, when you mentioned that um, this conversation will be about like leadership and my own leadership. And what I was thinking was, I don't even know if I connect with that word specifically. Mm. I, I think maybe other people would classify that as leadership. It's, it's just that my mind has this more traditional view of the leadership. It's you know, when you say that word, the image in my mind is more the corporate leadership. Uh, rather than you know leader being the leader in my own life uh in my own business for my children and and or, or for the community and what i do connect with uh, is what you were uh, talking about before about being fully expressed and yeah. uh, like being really true to myself <laughs> and exactly like you said that life will put me and I think life does put everyone like life is the best coach life puts everyone in the situations when uh, where we can discover uh, and will own more fully who we really are and that's exactly what happened to me you know gradually more and more with with each period of life and lastly really when we moved to Australia three and a half years ago because by coming to a different continent, somewhere where no one's ever heard of me, you know, no one knows me, I, I was kind of stripped of my whole you know, identity that was very much connected to how people know me and what I was doing in Europe. Mm. And I really took it as, a, as an invitation to connect with myself and to redefine even what I do professionally and what I want to focus on because I had to face and figure out who I am without all of that you know without all that baggage which was amazing baggage like I love that baggage uh and I love having strings attached and and all of that and and having like past uh so all of a sudden you know when I was about to move here many people were were telling me oh that's so exciting you get to start fresh and I'm like yeah I don't really like the idea (laughs) (laughs) starting fresh um but but it's exactly what I needed to yeah become even more true to myself and and it was a a big journey absolutely um for the first couple of years here uh facing many different challenges uh which thankfully i i took the opportunity to learn from them with all the with all the tools that i have uh and that's i think that's leadership as well taking responsibility for where i am taking responsibility for all my decisions uh, and making those brave decisions because all those changes that I've mentioned before pretty much all of them were my own decision you know it wasn't that uh, something happened to me externally in life uh, that someone would put uh, onto me it was all my choice uh, and I do believe that life rewards brave decisions uh, and it's actually I find it actually to quite easy to make those uh, decisions because I make them because they feel really aligned mm. so oh my gosh so much juiciness in there I could actually just listen to your voice all day I love it <laughs> my bunker um, voice thank you <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's just got a little extra bit of huskiness to it um you generally have quite a husky voice anyway so it's just a little extra delicious um now I'm 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 focused on your voice and I was 
<laughs> I'm reorientating <laughs> myself. <laughs> I've just gone down that path. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Like um, you speak about, um, you know, having this whole identity in Europe and then the opportunity to come to a whole new country and yeah, start fresh. Um, and, you know, as a projector, um, our part of our aura and part of our way of being in the world requires that we are recognized, requires mm. that we are seen for who we are and our gifts, right? And, um, you know, my mentor and teacher says projectors are, are like lighthouses, you know, we, we have to um, project our light so that our people can see us. We have to allow ourselves to be seen. And um, mm -hmm. she actually spoke about this concept of, you know, when, when it's not working as such, it's, it's not about going and building a new lighthouse somewhere else. It's about changing the light bulb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which I was just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm really into analogies and like visuals of that. I'm like, okay. So anyway, that's for me to go and um, dive down that little imagining and dreaming later. But so, yeah, I can imagine that it would have been um, really challenging to move somewhere where no one knows you. And, uh, and also then um, starting your own business and, you know, um, I don't know if it was, I feel like it was before you moved to Australia that you'd actually moved out of corporate anyway. I could be wrong there, but I talk to me about, um, like, talk to me about the challenge of starting fresh because, yes, for some people that feels really exciting. But for some people, it's like, no, I'm, I kind of liked where I was, but I've made this decision. I love that you bring up, like I'm responsible for my decisions. Life's happening for me, not to me. Um, so yeah, what, what was the biggest challenge then for you in that transition? Hmm. No, it was a, a huge personal change that uh, included not only the move, uh, but also change of our family situation, so to speak. So, well, first, the first challenge really was how much I was missing my family and friends uh, because I'm very close to my family and to my friends back in Europe. I, I, I've been so fortunate to be a part of this wonderful community. And... And like you said, some people really do like the fresh starts and they're very ad adventurous. And I'm, I really like the, that like sense of family, the sense of connection, the sense of, oh, we know each other deeply, right? We don't have to do the small talk. We just meet and we go right into it. And mm. there are not that many people you can do that with when you just meet I know. Them yeah. on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which was my main social area <laughs> or has been uh since we're here uh so that that was one thing and um yeah the the, the one of the biggest challenges definitely was the uh change of the family situation because even before we moved here i was living like half the time in Slovakia Slovakia where I had my work and friends and family and half the time in the UK where my husband um, used to live with his son uh, and his ex-wife and we all moved here together uh, to Australia it was a huge um, common project and then since we got here to Australia I started to spend much more time with my stepson uh, who was 11 at that time who's now turning 15 soon which is crazy uh, and that was a huge change, you know, and I, I moved here when I was seven months pregnant with my first child. Oh my gosh. So not only I moved countries, you know, everything has changed. Like I, I brought my, all my wardrobe, but I couldn't wear anything anyway, because all my wardrobe was all these elegant businessy clothes. 
<laughs> and now I was a, a new mum here, and you know, mums here wear leggings and sportswear and active wear, and I'm like, great, I need to get some. <laughs> and just you know, finding my way around all of this, like being a new mum, being much more involved in that in the stepmom role as well uh and and being in a in a new country yeah which i did choose simply simply for love like honestly nothing else i was going to say it's just been like rattling around in my head i just want to say to you so you you moved everything for love this must be like an epic love that you are in talk to me about that because um yeah again like the diva revolution is about living authentically loving wholeheartedly and leading beautifully so like you know like your whole heart your whole life your whole everything really went into this union and and this whole life you've created together so talk to me about this epic love story please (laughs) oh well it it could turn out for a movie honestly it could make up a a good oh my god I'm here for it let's hear it I love a movie story (laughs) I'm I'm like my favorite um movies are like romantic great great um tell me it was actually... I'll just get my popcorn. <laughs> okay, good for it. <laughs> so nearly five years ago, uh, it's it's, it's going to be five years in a few weeks' time, actually. Um, what happened is that my dad passed away mm-hmm. uh, on a Monday, very unexpectedly, um, very quickly. And, uh, so it was a very painful time. Uh, and I already had tickets uh, to this person development training in London because I, I used to live in Slovakia then, right? Uh, but it was in uh, in London for Landmark. I've, I've heard so many good things about it. I was like, okay, finally, it's my time to go. I can feel that. But then this happened. Um, and I even asked my mom if she wants me to stay. Uh, but my mom being the most incredible person she said no you you know you you go and then you know we can be we get to be together when you come back anyway it's just a weekend right so we had uh, my dad's burial on Thursday morning and straight from there I went to the airport on a to fly to London next day uh, to fly to London and my flight got cancelled and I'm standing here in the queue, you know, of all the people that uh, uh, were meant to be on the flight to figure out what's next, what flight that I can get. And I'm on my phone with my sister, just in tears, ex- exhausted. Uh, mm. You know, I don't know if this is the universe telling me I shouldn't go. <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, but I'm like, no, 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 I'm going. I got on another plane to a different airport. So I didn't actually know how to get to my Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> But I did get there eventually. I saw it, I got to the airport to Heathrow in London. Uh, I'm like, great, there's a, there's a train straight from there, you know, to wherever in London, and I'll get from there. The train didn't work. Fantastic. So I'll get the <laughs> taxi. I got I got to the like black cabs in London, and I showed just showed them the address uh, on my phone, and they said, okay, there's gonna be I don't know, like ninety pounds, which is more than my flight ticket. so at this point it's it's like midnight I just started crying that the taxi driver looks at me really suspiciously like I don't like this I'm like no 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 that's fine I need to get there I just like my dad just died and uh, you know (laughs) I'm just a wreck because of that don't worry I'm okay um so yeah at 1am I finally got to the Airbnb I had a couple uh, a few hours of sleep and in the morning I'm walking to Landmark and on the first day, the first in the first break of the program, I was standing at a uh, desk just talking to this lovely old black man named Fortune. 
how beautiful, right? Fortune. <laughs> and then, and then this other uh, man approaches, uh, and she says, and he says his name is Paul. Fortune leaves us. We we have a little chat, and uh, he asks me how I'm doing. So I say, you know, not that well because this just happened. And he says, is there anything I can do? And I'm a huge hugger, so so I said I could do with a hug. And so about after I don't know about two minutes of knowing each other, we hugged. And oh my god, that hug felt like home. Like oh, this is so good. You know, we can we please just stay here, <laughs> just just like this. Wow. Mm-hmm. And from then on, we we. We just like to to get together next to each other um, throughout that whole long weekend. Uh, so we were clearly very like, fond of each other, very close. And uh, funny, funny enough, so that it's not that simple. He, his plans to move to Australia were already kind of in place. I really didn't want to go to Australia, mm-hmm. and he didn't re- really want to have any more kids. So we were like, okay, great. We can just stay friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, and- so by the way, so by the way, two things. Fortune favors the brave, right? Yeah. <laughs> you spoke about brave decisions. <laughs> Here's this beautiful black man called Fortune. Fortune favors the brave, and and he <laughs> is for whatever reason happens to be there when you meet this man called Paul, who actually then is the love of your life and your husband. Yes, yes. which is just so. I'm sitting here. I've got like chills everywhere. And uh, anyway, I want to. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to like point those things out. And the t- the amount of times you've said unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> With your right angle cross of the unexpected. Yes, exactly. Um, and how freaking beautiful. Anyway, circle back to you. Let's get back to the movie. Uh-huh. Well, and then it was, it, I don't even know uh, which, which, which chapter to tell you so that I, I don't go into too, too much detail, but we just, um, yeah, we spent as much time as we could during the course together. Um and then we actually signed up for the advanced course together to kind of make sure that we'll see each other again. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, it kind of went on from there. And then, then we, then we, then I flew back to Slovakia, and we just we were just texting a bit for a month and something, I think. And then Paul flew to Bratislava to see me um, on my birthday, actually. And then Beautiful. he kept on flying back and forth. And all the while he had that, um, the trip, like moving to Australia in the pipeline and, yes. you know, you, uh, ha said, yeah, we'll just be friends. No, that was never going to happen. <laughs> not no, after that, that hug. That's changed very quickly. Uh, <laughs> luckily he worked through his own story about having children on his own. So, uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, we cleared that up very quickly as well because uh, I was just like, you know, if we're not aligned on this issue, let's not even go there. You know, yeah. uh, like I don't want there to be any convincing or whatever. Let's just figure out if we're aligned or not, and and then we can see it. And good, good for him. He he aligned. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, honestly, what nine, eight, nine, nine months later. So, so about five months later, I'm to the UK. Uh, another three months later, I got pregnant. Six months later, we moved to Australia. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> all meant to be, all beautifully, beautifully aligned and yet completely unexpected. And, um, you know, like I'm just, again, reading this last line of your incarnation cross, the unexpected is something you can expect. <laughs> in your life, both for good or not so good. Um, I want to transition from, and that's kind of a nice segue of unexpected happening in your life for good or not so good. Your um, 
a, um, a life coach working with women and you've created, um, I, I presume that's a, a presumption. You are working specifically with women? I, I think to attract well. more women. Yeah. But, uh, especially individually, one-on-one, I, I do work with men as well. I love working with men. Yeah, right. Talk to me about that. I just l- love their energy. It's 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 very different. You know, it, it gives me and my work kind of more colors uh, because just usually... Um, the men I tend to work with are like great, uh, intelligent, hardworking, self-aware, practical. They implement. They they you know see the changes and they're happy, um, you know from from the result. Um, so yeah, just love working with them as well. And I love the dynamics, even when we uh, have a mixed group of mm. men and women. I think mm-hmm. it's just so enriching for everybody um and also the having the experience because you know uh what these containers are like that it, it feels so safe right mm-hmm. people get mm-hmm. so open and vulnerable and it's so enriching for both sides to see and i would speak especially for women here uh, on one hand to, to have the experience that it's safe to be so open and vulnerable in front of men uh, and that is that their vulnerability and their openness is accepted by men. I think that that's that can be very healing. Uh, and also seeing and hearing the vulnerability and openness from men and hearing their yeah. experience, you know, in their own words is it's just it's just beautiful because there are so many times there there are things that we would never think of, you know, we would never expect them <laughs> to say uh, this or that. Like, oh, okay. So, so when you act this way, this is the fear that you have behind that, right? This, this is all the worry beyond all, or this is where it stems from. And it just shows how men are not the creatures that we uh, often stereotypically portray them as kind of emotionless, uh, you know, more just rational, robot-like. Uh, mm. They are just as rich and ju- just as like colorful with the whole emotional experience. The, the whole the human experience is universal for both men and women. Uh, we just, for different reasons, have different ways uh, to deal with it. So I think uh, having mixed groups in in, uh, coaching containers is is often very very enriching Mm, that's so beautiful and it's such a beautiful reminder and um example of the the synthesis and the harmony of the masculine and the feminine energy regardless of gender Mm -hmm. um and you know, the masculine creating the safety, but also the feminine um, creating the invitation to be um, deeply vulnerable for, um, let's face it, you know, men, particularly in Australian culture, it's not um, celebrated necessarily or um, promoted to be a vulnerable man, you know, to show your emotions, to share you know, what's going on inside. And, and like you say, to speak about those fears and um, that sort of thing. So yeah, that you're right. That does sound incredibly rich and inspiring. And you speak about your group containers and I freaking love your, the name of your program, which is (laughs) love your demons, which is just epic. And you you know, you, you, um write and speak about the often the most painful um challenging time in people's lives you know that crisis point and then you invite them into a container to fall in love with that 
um, and what comes out of that. And I just think that is so um, beautiful and necessary. How did you um, create this program and how did the name come to you? Well, first, when, when you talk about the transformation that happens, that is really freaking incredible. Um, how I created the program uh, was more practical than, than maybe spiritual because I was working with this topic, again, back in Europe, um, mm -hmm. where I was co-leading a program actually created by my friend, which was a live uh, three-day experience. Uh, focused on shadow work which is uh what love your demons is about as well mostly uh and when i then wanted to work more here in australia um it was very clear to me that it's more practical for me to uh work online than than offline than creating live experiences uh and i really really wanted to create an online program and as I was talking about redefining what I do after moving to Australia as well, and what I really want to focus on, the topic of shadows really, really stood up from, like, for me. That is what I deeply, deeply just breathe in and out and what I can see everywhere, what feels so so freaking incredible <laughs> and i can uh, i'm able to facilitate that for others uh that i was like okay if i want to be kind of known for one thing and one thing only let it be this right? mm. let it be like demons and shadows and, and loving them even though it's not the most maybe attractive thing you know it, it like it doesn't sell when i say you know let's get uncomfortable this is going to be so good. You're going to feel so sick of yourself. Uh, but then it's going to be great. Right? <laughs> so, so it's very for a very specific like a group of people who usually have already done some person development. So they know and they have the lived experience that it's a worth to go into that discomfort. So they're willing to do that. Uh, because they know that the payoff is huge. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so so I created the program last year and uh, now we're actually running it again with a fantastic, absolutely beautiful group of like the perfect soul aligned people who are in there. So it's, it's just such an honor uh, to guide and witness them in the process. Yeah, right. Do you feel like this is um, something that you have naturally always been drawn to? And I, I ask this question because, again, the profile of the three five is really um, leading and, in, and inspiring from and through life experience. So, you know, like um, listening to you, um, in the beginning of our conversation uh, and, and, <clears throat> you know, me, me, um, we, we've been in circle together before and, you know, I know you um, relatively well. I'd like, you know, it'd be kind of nice if Sydney was a little bit um, closer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that too. yeah. Um, but it just seems to me that you have such a deep level of self-awareness of your or self-awareness of yourself. Of course, you're going to be aware of yourself if it's self-awareness. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm just wondering, yeah, like is this, and just get like when you were speaking about shadow work and your, the sound of your voice just changed and it was like, you love this wholeheartedly, you know, and it is yes. very much um, authentic to who you are. Mm -hmm. So is this something that's naturally come to you in a way of facing your demons? You know, you talk about brave decisions. 
Um, you talk about being responsible for all of those decisions and all of these unexpected things and dramatic changes that happen in your life. Is this something that has come naturally to you? Uh, I can only say my whole personal development journey and you know where I'm on it today is only really stemming from my own desire to know myself better, right? And to solve my own issues, right? My huge insecurities, my super low self-esteem, my huge self-doubt that I, I used to battle with um, from what I remember from being a young teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, like going through lots of emotional challenges kind of helps <laughs> to having so much more understanding and compassion for others as well on the journey. Sometimes I do kind of half joke about the fact that I do have many different experiences, even in relationships, that that just gives me so much more, yeah, yes, like capacity to mm-hmm. hold space for people on their different journeys. Uh, you know, because I've had different like length of relationships, or because I'm uh, I got divorced very young, because I was in even a, in a relationship with a married man for uh, for a while, um, because I've had like different th- th- even different friendships cultures, uh, and even the, the journey of being a step parent is a very very specific journey. Uh, so. I, I don't know if it like naturally comes to me. I think coaching and I, we found each other naturally. Like I never planned to become a coach. That was never like a vision of mine that I would strive for or or work towards. Uh, I I just found it and happened to have great results with it and, and uh, enjoy it a lot. Uh, so I just pursued that really without any big intention or agenda. So in this way, it came naturally to me. Uh, and and here we are today. Mm. And I'm just trying to, you know, like you were talking about self-awareness, just keep on learning and keep on deepening and widening the, the capacity to which I understand the wholeness of who I am and the wholeness of all of us, who we are beyond any labels that are ego mind that our conscious mind is able to put on ourselves and that's mm-hmm. what I bring to containers for my for my clients and for people around me oh my goodness I'm so in love with you um <laughs> <laughs> you know <clears throat> so I want to I want to tie in what you were saying to to your human design and and a little to your gene keys as well because um <clears throat> you know, projectors, our role in the cosmic plan of the evolution of humanity is to lead and guide others. <clears throat> so to have, have you know, this profession of coaching find you kind of feels inevitable, <laughs> um, you know, and again, I've spoken about your um, three, five profile line and just that the beauty of, Uh, Because, you know, in traditional human design world, the three, five can be a really challenging profile. It can be really tough. And the fact that you've, what feels like to me, you've actually fallen in love with all of those challenging, hard parts and, and really found the beauty in that. And I just think what a gift. And so that leads me then to, you know, Gene keys and the teaching of gene keys is really that our gifts are born from our shadow. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, they are. Hell yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you know th- this this is the teaching of the gene keys. Is so the how the gene keys relate to human design is we have sixty four gates in human design, which correlate with the sixty four hexagrams in the Chinese I Ching, which is the world's oldest oracle 
I need to fact check that every time I say that I'm like I I read it in one place I need to uh, actually fact check and read it in more than one place right uh for that critical thinking piece but um and then there's 64 um spheres in the gene keys and each each sphere or each key is has three elements like it's so beautifully feminine I love it and and whenever I say feminine I just I love to remind people that when I say the word feminine it's not at the exclusion of masculine to me embodied feminine is um very much in touch and connected with her sacred masculine as well you know that beautiful synthesis so um the each each gene key has a shadow a gift and a city you know, and the shadow is is the lower expression of the theme of that gene key. And it's, you know, it is the triggers. It is the the stuff that that challenges us to rise up and out of that challenge, of to, yeah. to arrive at the gift. And, and again, it's just this real falling in love with our shadows means we get to fall in love with all of ourselves, you know, yeah. and to have, and I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here. This is your whole work, but I'm <laughs> just like, I'm just frothing on it. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> no, no, that's, no, I, I totally understand that. And, uh, and I agree. And this is exactly what I think is probably the biggest benefit of this work. Uh, when when you said it just helps with the challenges, because of course, you know, we are probably never going to get enlightened. Like there always mm-hmm. will be triggers, bigger or smaller. There always will be challenges. Uh, thank God. <laughs> There's just always uh, the full expression of the human uh, experience and emotions all all the way like up and down left and right and what it gives me and what what it gives you when you know how to do the like the magic the miracle of trying to fall in love with it and like really see the gifts in it that's just such a practical skill you know it Mm. can sound very spiritual to someone like esoteric you know what what is it it's like shadows and love love you and blah whatever (laughs) fuck that lady (laughs) demons shove them up your ass yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's it's actually just so so practical that's what i love about that i'm 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 very i like when, when things are simple and practical and what i love about this works so much is that it has helped me in so many different situations and daily uh you know when I get triggered because of course I do then at least it gives me the tools like what what to do about it to really like you said like rise up and out of that but not in terms of escaping or trying Mm. to bypass or oh let's refocus Mm. okay let's just focus on something positive now (laughs) Uh, yeah but really to integrate that to to see the mirror within myself uh and to become more and more aware of that and um and the best gift of that in the end is how much more peace you get in life and how much more content you become with who you are and where you are and yeah just so (laughs) you know that Again, not very like exciting. Oh, you get you you'll get best life ever. Yes, you you will. But in that sense of just feeling so good and grounded within yourself, mm-hmm. you know. In uh, like one one past client of mine said it beautifully. She said she'd become she content and in peace with all the her past version of herself. Yeah, just, you know, being in peace with everything that happened everything that we made happen right if if that was the only thing you get from that that's huge just this inner peace yeah so so you're absolutely right it's it's to be able to face all the challenges that do come our way well yeah like you say it's it's the human experience and um it's it's 
uh, how we embody our gifts and it's how you know it's um when I was studying um psychotherapy um one of my lecturers said you know ultimately um people come to you because there's something within them there's an incongruence within yes. them yes you know and it's it's really um that's what it comes down to and and the incongruence i feel is that when we're trying to live our best lives you know mm-hmm. and we're ignoring all the painful parts or some of those painful parts we're actually not allowing ourselves to fully feel that whole experience of life and um, so I just, I love the work that you do. I love um, you. And um, I very much love your projectiveness. I wanted to, there's so many other things I really wanted to go into, but so we'll have to have you back on the show because um, I do want to um, like bring us to a close here. And what I would love to do, um, or I'd love to ask you as we bring this to a close is, um, the work that you do in the world, the 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 person you be, um, what is the ripple effect that you wish to have on the world? Tell mm. oh, that that's so beautiful. Thank you, thank you for asking that. Uh, and that really lives in the stories that I come across with my clients. Because even when you were speaking right now, what I was thinking about how much we suppress of ourselves and how much we are used to not being authentic, right? Uh, You wouldn't believe how many people say, even in a safe container, when they first start crying, oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, so, you know, sorry for this. And I'll I'll try to cover it or or not cry or, or whatnot. And even this, you know, even if like the ripple effect would be that you stop apologizing for your own tears. <gasps> Thank you. That's it. Oh my gosh. That and is. Oh, then, then another piece would be someone who just suffered a huge loss in their life. And they're trying to hold it all together, you know, keep it all together for everyone around. And if they only learn to not hold it all together, learn to fall apart, like to, to, to give yourself the time and space to fall apart for a moment. Right? How enriching and just healthy and good, and good for you it is, right? Mm. And what I see, so so to me, the, the ripple effects in the world really come down to the individual stories that I see about the core relationships in our life being completely transformed to to the point of like husbands or even parents. Like when someone who's in their 50s or 60s is able to completely transform their experience of their own mother to, to the to the point that they get so much inner freedom and contentment and just that, that, that to the point that actually that happened to me last week to the point that they even forget that their mother ever triggered them wow, <laughs> <Thank you>. wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's amazing thank you that that's so this is the kind of ripple effect that i'm thinking of every mm. single individual story that there is people who open themselves up to the relationships uh after years of not being able to do that uh and and people who just again live their own life with so much more contentment and so much more fully because that's also my own experience that my life feels so much more like my own you know, owning all of me. So that's what I wish for people who come to my world to do this kind of work with me as well on their journey. It's it's a huge joy 
and honor to be able to do this. So grateful for people who are willing to do this because it's it's yeah, it's a fun journey, but it's a but it's a tough, freaking challenging journey too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it gets to be beautiful. It yes. gets to be beautiful as well. And um wow. What a what a delicious um soothing conversation and I love 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 hearing your wisdom I love hearing your passion on this thank you for the work that you do in the world thank you for being the fully expressed woman that you are in the world and the gifts that you have cultivated and are sharing with others and creating that ripple effect I just love it and um, feel deeply honored to know you and again, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you. Um, for everyone watching and listening, I will have all of Petra's um, contact and connection details in the show notes so that you can uh, find her online. Please go and follow her and immerse yourself in her work. Um, as I've said, I've been in circle with Petra and she like talk about a woman who lives authentically, loves wholeheartedly and leads beautifully. Tick, tick, tick. Um, so yeah. Oh, does her best, so you know. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, such, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for this conversation. It is a pleasure. All right. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Diva Revolution podcast. If you loved this episode, this is your invitation to be part of the Ripple Effect. Simply subscribe, rate, and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you tune in. Thank you, and have a Divalicious day.